This is the Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. Discussing all things money and budgeting with your host, Dustin Olson. Hey everyone, this is Dustin, and thanks for coming back to listen to yet again another episode of our Dream Crushing Debt Podcast. truly does mean a lot to me. If you guys haven't already, go ahead and subscribe, like us, give us feedback, rate us, all that jazz so that you can be notified of new episodes and of the like. Um, Also, if you have a question about budgeting or money or would like my opinion on different things as you might have come up with questions or you're looking for some feedback on an idea that you have about budgeting, go ahead and shoot me an email at Dustin at dreamcrushingdebt.com or you can send me an audio recording too and we'll air that here on our podcast. Your question might help another person who's listening. So if you're willing to share that with everyone, uh, that would be awesome. So uh, hopefully you're brave enough. Send me your questions and I would love to answer them here on the podcast. So with that, let's just dive right in. Today, I want to talk about how I budget for the trips and vacations that I go on. It's a multi-step process. There's several rounds that go into this, uh, which, as I've tried to plan trips with friends and family, it's a bit tedious. And I'm, I sometimes I'll admit that I feel like I'm a bit of a downer. Um, with all the hype of, yeah, let's go, let's do it, right? Um, Because I hate surprises. As you might have heard in some previous episode here on the podcast, I have little room for error uh, in my budget. I And and that was definitely the case when I was getting out of debt. So to go on a trip and to have a trip cost more than I was expecting does not fly with me. I I get very upset over that because some somewhere somehow I've got to come up with that extra money and pay off my credit card before the month is over. Okay, so I like to have a plan in place to budget for my trips. So what does that look like? I have a spreadsheet. I'm a big fan of spreadsheets just because I don't want to have to do the math over and over and over again. I just I create it once and then I go over and just re-input or change out the information to create new ballpark figures. So in my spreadsheet, I list out what my itinerary is. So we have flights, we have hotel, we have a rental car possibly. We have the different attractions that we want to do. Um, I try to guess uh, the number of times we're going to go out to eat with an average price for each of those. I try to account for any Ubering if I'm not going to do a rental car. right? I, I try to think through all the possible different things that might cost some money. If I have a ballpark idea of what that will cost, then I'll just put that number in. If I have no idea whatsoever, then I will do some quick research. I'm not going to spend a ton of time with, on this step, but I will do some quick research to see what a flight would cost, all right? And a flight is 
I'm not going to hunt for the best deal. I'm just going to do a quick search, probably a couple different airlines, or uh, go to flights.google.com and, and just see what a flight is generally at that moment in time. Okay, I'll put that in. Um, same thing with restaurants eating out. I typically budget about $15 a meal every time I eat out. That's possibly a little high depending on where I decide to eat, but kind of planning for the worst case, taking an average, that's what I'll do. Because some of these places you can go to might be a little more expensive, especially if you're looking to eat at a more local type place rather than a chain restaurant where it's more than likely a little cheaper. But anyway, so first round is, is I try to put together this all pretty rough. A rough guess of how much it'll cost. Some of it might be a little high, some of it might be a little low. But in any case, it should give me a rough idea of what I need. And that's the whole point. With that rough idea, I then take uh, and figure out how long it'll take me to uh, save that money, collect that money, uh, through whatever means that I have available at the time. Sometimes it's donating plasma. Sometimes it's uh, doing a little extra at work. Uh, you name it. Okay, so with that, I start to figure, I'm like, well, okay, I can't make enough money between now and the trip, okay? So if I were to cut something out of the trip, how much would it cut out, okay? So we start, I start to kind of play that scenario. If I take something out of the trip, will I have enough money by the time I go? If I can't take anything out of the trip, then it's how can I earn even more money on this trip or before the trip. And sometimes that might be using reward points to buy my flight. That might be cashing out reward points in other places to help pay for this or that. Um, what else have I done? Uh, other side gig type hustles to earn that little extra money. So it's... A kind of a, a game of sorts, kind of a bit of a puzzle, is once I know a rough idea of what the trip is going to cost, I then need to figure out, can I save enough money between now and then to pay for the trip? If I can't, then I will, one, either decline the trip or, or compromise it, pushing it out a little further so I can save enough money for it, or... If it seems feasible, I will try really hard to do an extra photography gig, get a couple hundred bucks that way, or or what have you. Okay, so that's that's round one and round one part two kind of thing. Okay, it's figuring out a rough idea of what the triple cost, and then two, figuring out how long it's going to take me to save that kind of money. Once I've determined I can go on the trip. It might be a bit of a stretch to go on the trip, especially if it's a much bigger one for a longer period of time. Okay. Once I st have established that I'm going to go, then I start to really do the research on the trip and plan the trip. And by this, I mean 
I'm really looking for a good deal on a flight, whether and I'll set alerts on Google to alert me of specific flights that I'm looking for so that I can get the best deal possible. And as I start to learn all these different things of what things really cost, I will update my spreadsheet to reflect that, uh, to be even more accurate. Because the more accurate that my spreadsheet becomes of what this trip will cost, the better I can make decisions on the extracurricular type activities we want to do. Right? Whether we're going to museums or events or we're doing some activity, we have hired a tour guide. Okay, These things cost money and if I know what other things are going to cost, I can either decide, yes, I want to do more activities I want to you know I'm, I can pay for more things or I can start to say well I don't need a tour guide so how else can I you know learn about the city or this thing or whatever okay so I start to look for alternatives to save some money and uh, obviously I try to save money through travel and those types of expenses because when I travel and go on trips I don't want to spend money on things that don't add to the experience, uh, such as staying in a really nice hotel. While it is nice, it doesn't really add to the experience of why I'm going on the trip. So I, I try to save money that way. And the closer we get to the trip, we start, you know, we move into round three. And because I've I've budgeted, or I have a rough idea, I've I've already started saving for it. And then comes the time to actually start buying and paying for different things for your trip. And the goal always is to have everything paid for before I leave. I hate going on a trip and still having lingering things with this trip that are not paid for. All right? I want to have all the money that's needed all the way up until the day that I leave so that the trip is 100% paid for. Why? Because I don't I don't like any surprises. More importantly, I feel like I can enjoy my trip or my vacation so much more than if I just knew that I was going to have to pay for it still. Like I still have to come up with extra money. And I hate that feeling. I I want to go somewhere and I just want to know that every time I eat out, I've got money for it, right? If I'm going to go do something, it's already been planned for. And and even if it's not planned for, I can even account for uh, a few variables, right? And as long as there's money sitting there before I go, I can spontaneously pay for something that I didn't quite realize I could do while I was there because it didn't come up in any of my research. Right, so planning a, a little bit of a buffer is, I think, smart. But again, you know you have money to go on this trip. You have money to do things. You have money to enjoy. And what, I just I can't think of a better way to go on a trip than to know that whatever it is you're going to do, the experiences you're going to have, aren't going to hinder your financial goals when you get back. You're not going to have to pay credit card minimums and get credit card interest, right? Like 
no, like all of that is done. And that's the best way to travel. So to recap really quick, round one, when I plan vacations or trips is I get a really rough idea of what the trip will cost. And with that, I get a rough idea of how long it's going to take for me to save that kind of money uh, with what I know I can do. Donating plasma, doing side hustle gigs like photography or whatever. Okay, once I know that, I can then either decline or accept the invitation to go on the trip. From there, you start to do more research. Round two, do more research into the trip and get more concrete numbers of what things will cost and start to put alerts on different things that you might need to get there, such as flights, rental cars, hotels, right? These things often go on sale uh, over time on different weekdays, weekends, whatever. So by doing your research and getting an idea of what a price is for these things and to be able to recognize when they go on sale, right? So in another podcast, I'll talk more about how to really get into it and, and really save some money on a trip. But that's round two. You're doing your research and getting a really good idea of what things cost and when to find the cheapest deal on things. Round three, the final round, is when you actually start to buy things for your trip, making sure that everything that you buy, you already have money for, so that the day that you leave on your trip, everything is 100% paid for. That is the goal. That is how you travel stress-free, knowing that anytime you spend money on your trip or before your trip, everything is paid for. So if you're getting out of debt, you're trying to budget, this is the way it should be done. Of course, all your extra money should be going to your debt, but I do believe that from time to time, it is okay to reward yourself with a trip or two or something that interests you so that you're not always down in the dumps of being depressed and feeling like it's taking forever and wondering if it's all worth it and and toying with the thoughts of giving up. We don't want to give up, and that's why we take a little break, we go on a little trip to celebrate all that we're able to do. Celebrate the fact that you can pay for a trip 100% before you go. Okay. Hopefully this has helped, as I know many people aspire to travel, love to travel, and want to do it economically but not so uh, shoe sandal, backpack, bare bones kind of thing. So I don't travel that way. Anyways, hopefully this has helped. We will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. If you want more, we've got more at dreamcrushingdead.com.